raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Sports Radio 92.7 FM WFNZ. Straight fire. This is the Wesson Walker Show. Even the crowd knows what's coming next. It's time, baby. Let's get the grunt, Wes. Mm. Fitty, you said you wanted to yell. Just let it out. Just go ahead and yell. <laughs> yeah. Ding, 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 so loud. Yes, baby. The draft day, it is here. The first round, first overall selection. We got the energy for you right here on Weston Walker from 12 to 3 p.m. We got you covered. Not just till 3 p.m., not just until 6 p.m. with the Kyle Bailey show, but Willie's going to hop on right after us from 3 to 5. And then Kyle Bailey is going to be pulling overtime with a four-hour show from 5 to 9 p.m. And then we're going to hop on right after that from 6 to 7. Mac and Bone's going to be with Kyle right at the start of the 5 to 9 p.m. NFL draft party over at 1058 Thomas Davis's place. We got a few different imaging segments for you today regarding the NFL draft. I'm excited and I want to know on the Garage Door Guru text line. 704-570-9610. Just how excited y'all are. Text us. Are you ready for the Bryce age? Are you excited for that? And I think we're going to open up the phone lines today. I think that's what's going to happen a little bit later on. Wes, are you watching the video right now? I feel like we can hear some of that Posted. stuff. even though. <laughs> so Wes <laughs> has got some of the video. He's going to be posting all of that on our socials at Westcott Range, at Walker Mail on Twitter. Follow Josh on Twitter too, HTB underscore Josh, and of course at WFNZ. Brewer Aaron, he wrote, he wrote in, so stoked to meet you all later. Let's go, baby. All right. I all like right, it. yeah, lady. It's going to be a lot of fun to meet everybody because we've been in it this is. together, man. The last six weeks, we've been talking about the Panthers after they traded up for the number one overall pick. Everybody has been dialing in, listening. We appreciate everybody for doing so. So it will be very nice to meet everybody. Simon says. Put faces with names. Absolutely. Simon says. He says three words. Bryce, Bryce, baby. Everybody's excited. Let's pull up to the scene. We're here. Bus driver. Open up the doors. Let's get off the bus. We look good getting off the bus. I got something to say. Got the color run down today. Yeah, I know. You, you know it's special when the rundown that Fitty prints out is actually colored ink. So now we have not only just black and white, we are away with the Stone Age. We are here with the new era, the Bryce Age, as we've talked about. I need to find somebody 
who said that to us a couple of days ago when we were rolling with the Bryce puns. We do. I know somebody tweeted that or texted that at Mac and Bone. I know T-Bone tweeted that out earlier today, so we need to give them credit. We appreciate all of it. So favorite draft day moments in Panthers history, draft day moments ever. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Some of this stuff. Hold on, we got to go real quick, man. uh, What's going on? A part of our studio, man. We got to say R.I.P. to Springer. You know what I'm saying? Jerry Springer. Wes, I'm going to ask you a question. We got to throw that out. N.R.I.P. to Belafonte. Wes, I'm going to ask you a question. What's up? It is the day of the number one overall selection. This is true. And you told me to stop talking about the NFL draft. Just to real say, quick. hold on, let's send an RIP out to Jerry Springer. He's a part of our show, though. He's a part of our show. Wait. <laughs> Wes, that is... That's the most ridiculous thing you've ever interrupted me for. R.I.P. to Jerry Springer. Yes. Yeah, man, that's a part R- of our show. R.I.P. He is. Is he on right now? That's what I'm saying. It He's is a part of our show. Jerry Springer, the show. Yes, we will. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, on with I'll, it. I'll, no, I'll never forget the day of the number one overall pick. We needed to lead <laughs> off the show with, hold on now, hold on. R.I.P. to Jerry. Yeah, and, You're and, right. and Harry Belafonte. And Harry Belafonte yeah. passing away a couple days ago. Yeah. Man, this is... Uh, you know, we were all yelling. We were all excited. Um, well, Jerry's a part of our show. He's on most days, and we get laughs out of it. So, you know, well, let's go. Come on, baby. Get your energy uh, back uh, okay. up. Okay. It's Look, a celebration. I'm sorry. You, you, can, choose, death you can choose to mourn a death, okay. or you can choose to celebrate the right. life. That's right. what we're so, doing, so, celebrating so, so the life. text in. Tell us about your favorite Jerry Springer <laughs> moments. Tell us your favorite Harry Belafonte moments. That's what we're going to be talking about, 704-570-9610. All right, let's go. In the meantime, I will go back to the draft day moments as well. What are some of the favorite moments you've had watching the NFL draft, whether it be drafting Cam Newton, having another different age of the QB era here with the Carolina Panthers, watching the Heisman winner come in and take the team to a Super Bowl? That's mine because I fell in love watching Cam Newton play football at Auburn. The first game I saw him, I was like, oh, okay, this transfer is about to be the number one overall selection. The first game I ever saw him because it was so different. And so once my favorite team drafted, them once they went two and 14 i know all that suffering actually meant something to them and they were able to get my favorite college player as well what are some of your favorite draft moments ever? uh when the Colts picked edron james over ricky williams and i was oh, listening to it on the radio one. love i listened to it on the radio uh when donovan McNabb got booed when he got picked yep uh for the panthers it would definitely be picking carrie collins over steve mcnair uh that was interesting and okay. when they picked Bianca Batuka over Eddie George, because I wanted them to pick Eddie George. Okay, so because you were a Panther fan at the time. I was at that, at that time, so I was like, why wouldn't they pick him? So what? you w- Go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, no, I was asking question. Bianca Batuka, yeah, so you wanted Eddie George because that was your guy at Oh, that yeah, time. I loved Eddie George, man. I, I, did, I did love Edge, too. That's one thing, right? People give Bill Polian a lot of credit for picking Peyton Manning over Ryan Leaf. That one is slept on, picking Edge over Ricky Williams when Ricky had the college career that he did. Let's hear from you, Fiddy. I know you are over there keeping busy being the dynamic producer that you are. Is there a favorite draft day moment that you have on the day of the number one overall pick? Yeah, there's a lot that comes to mind. The first one, though, was heartbreak. Watching, uh... Of course, you would pick a heartbreak moment Watching my guy, Aaron Rodgers, be passed over time and time again as he sat in the green room. It was just a foreshadowing for him to join Gang Green mm-hmm. or Gang Green as are, as again. Are, are you on board now? Like, are you a full-on Jets fan at this moment? You know, I I think it's happening. This is gonna happen. Um, and then for the Panthers, I remember the night they went when 
I always talk about the Clawson one because I ran through my house. Like, I took my shirt off because I thought we'd got our guy. Oh, wow. Okay. But, like, when, when we got Cam... <laughs> Or when the Panthers got Cam, there was like a, a celebration because I watched him kick the SEC's ass. And I knew he was going to come here and be what he was, which was a <clears throat> Hall of Fame level quality quarterback. So that one always comes to mind. And then when when they drafted Luke Keekley, that was one where I was like, huh? A lot of people did not like wow. it because they were so stacked at linebacker. Well, yeah. That was the thing. It wasn't any disrespect to Luke. It was just they didn't go after a different position because at that time, they had quite a few linebackers that were very good and they drafted another one. It's like, wait, why are we doing this? But it was because he was so special. You drafted the linebacker. Yes. No, you really did. All right. So people are writing in about Wes starting the show, interrupting it, saying, hold on. We need to start off the number one overall day with a Jerry Springer shot out. So Big Chris from Shelby, Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. He wrote that in. Rowdy wrote in. Listening to y'all go back and forth is like watching Jerry Springer. Wes and I were the couple that you might find on one of those shows. A lot yeah. of, um, Which one of y'all is from the trailer park? Uh, from, from the country. Catawba, man. So I'll be it. You gotta take that. <laughs> I'll raise my hand. You know, I I old, didn't grow far from one. Old Trailer Park Tom over there. <laughs> that that's what I am. That's my nickname. <laughs> Myron Goodman said he applaud uh, applauds West for the R.I.P. Great timing. Ready to, for the draft to come and go. That so. guy's always just miserable. Myron Goodman. Oh man. Good old Myron Goodman. Uh, trophy husband rode in uh, the Kung Fu Hillbilly, and he gave us the gif as well, who appeared on the uh, Jerry <laughs> Springer show as well. You guys can look that one up if you want to. Yeah, for me, it's Cam. That was my favorite draft day moment. The other first-round picks, I'll tell you, some of the ones that I-, I wanted back was when I remember when they passed over Greg Olson the first go-around. Because remember, Carolina needed a tight end, and I was like, Greg Olson would have been a perfect fit. And then they also passed over Lindell White, and I really wanted him to go to Carolina, and I thought that would have been a good selection, and he was fine with Tennessee, but then Chris Johnson comes in, your boy, top 20 running back ever, and then then he has a a great draft as well. Now, we need to go on to Tom Pelissero's report where he said the Panthers' thinking quote, never wavered once they moved up to number one. Wes, are you buying that the Carolina Panthers had exactly Bryce Young in their mind the entire time once they gave up all the draft capital that they did to move up to number one? Or do you think they still traded up to get control and they really didn't know until they got closer to the draft? Man, hell no, I don't believe that. Because, listen, I know I compared it to women, but then we can do it with cars. You can have the money to go get the car that you desire. But then if I take you to see other options that you can afford that are dope, too, it's going to put a little bit of a seed in your mind like, oh, what if I had this? Would I like this more than what I have? So even if the Panthers went up with a player in mind, they still had some times, I'm sure, after seeing workouts, after watching tape, to explore the possibilities of other quarterbacks where they said to themselves, well, what if we did take this guy? What could he be? So, no, I, I don't believe that for one second. The way these guys were acting at Pro Day, either that or they're the fakest people in the world. To go to C.J. Stroud's Pro Day and act the way they did, say the things they said to him. Well, wait, that's but that's a good thing, right? If you want to keep your cards yeah, man, close man. to the vest. I mean, if you know you want the guy, but then you go to C.J. Stroud, yeah, we can we can hoop when we in Charlotte. <laughs> we can just, come on, man, stop it. Like, no, I'm not uh, believing that. I, I think this process has taken some time to come together. I I think for the most part, they had their mind up 
they had their mind made up that they wanted Bryce Young, but they were still doing their due diligence just to see if C.J. Stroud might sway them or Anthony Richardson or Will Levis. But in the end, it's always going to be really hard if you have your first love, Bryce Young. It's going to take a lot for anybody else to sway you off of the guy that already has the best film production, right? Like, if Bryce Young has the best tape, he has the Heisman, he has the hardware, he has the pedigree, and that is your first choice, how in the world, outside, even even a historic combine from Anthony Richardson, even that, it's really going to be hard to sway you from Bryce Young. So I can buy in a little bit to this report. Until Goodell comes up and says, with the first pick, Will Levis, quarterback, Kentucky. I can't. I mean, Anthony Richardson, quarterback, I, 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 Florida. It'll, it'll be nuts. It'll be nuts <laughs> if he says anything other than Bryce Young tonight. Nobody, nobody has really gone that route except for you who has played with that idea a well, little bit. Well, there was well, not not anytime recently. Like everybody, everybody else is on the yeah. Bryce Young train now, right? Like that's fair. Our yeah. boss isn't. Well, yes, but as far as who he thinks they're going to pick, the prediction, not who they think Carolina should pick, but the prediction, everybody is here with Bryce Young, right? Mm-hmm. Like I haven't seen anybody else with a prediction that it's going to be somebody else. We will keep you covered on, um, I guess, deaths as well as the number one overall selection <laughs> here today, all day long on Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. Nick Carboni of WCNC, he will be joining us next on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. He is in Kansas City as we speak. He is on site, so he's going to be telling us about the environment over there at the NFL Draft. That's coming up next. Wesson Walker, Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Wes was grunting at the beginning of the show. We're all happy. It's draft day. It's finally here. And who better to talk about it than a man that is on site in Kansas City to break it all down for you. You can find him on Twitter at Nick Carboni WCNC. Yes, it is indeed Nick Carboni of WCNC joining us right now on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. Nick, we appreciate it. How's it going over there in Kansas City? I mean, doesn't it just feel so exciting this morning i hope the panthers fans and i know you guys have been getting everybody excited out there in charlotte i hope the panthers fans can enjoy this i know there's a lot of you know consternation about who it's going to be and if it's bryce young if it'll hold up but just the fact that this team put itself in this position to not have to i mean if they were still picking ninth guys they'd be dealing with draft night chaos Mm -hmm. trying to move up and hope that things fall their way they put themselves in a position to pick the future face of the franchise um, and, and attack the process and, and 
did it, I think, the right way, did it thoroughly. Um, and we'll see if it's ultimately right. But sitting here this morning in Kansas City, uh, it, it's just an exciting time for the franchise. It's a monumental day, and we'll see if it works out from here. But it's it's really nice that Panthers fans can kind of know that they're coming out with – what their team thinks anyway is the best quarterback in this draft. Well, and Nick, it's not like it's the first time. We all know that the Panthers have had the number one overall pick before when they drafted Cam Newton, and it did work out for them in that scenario. But as we talk about it for so long, closing in on two months after they trade for the first overall pick, I guess it does lose its significance as time goes on until the day actually gets here. Like you, I believe we're here after the Panthers went to the Super Bowl, but just in your time covering Charlotte sports, this has to be one of the more meaningful events that you've covered, right? Absolutely. I mean, 48 days, that's how long it was from the pick coming down the evening of March 10th. We were at the ACC basketball tournament in Greensboro to right now. And in those 48 days, as the Panthers went through that process that we just discussed, I mean, they were pretty much airtight. You know, there's storylines and leaks and, and rumors and Vegas odds shifting, but, you know, this team really stayed airtight on it. I think part of that is because there was probably a lot of conversation. There is no runaway uh, obvious first overall choice, in my opinion, uh, but they seem to have consensus now. That seems to be Bryce Young, and it is exciting after, you know, hoping that, you know, sign, a signing of Teddy Bridgewater wor- would work out and hoping that trades for Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield would work out. It was not a very good position for this franchise to be in since the demise of Cam Newton's shoulder back in 2018, and now you just have all of this hope uh, placed in this one player who, you know, I think no matter what with Bryce Young, you're going to get somebody that is – just going to throw himself into playing the position and being the face of a franchise. I think that's what they love about him. Uh, so, you know, you can, you can pour a lot of hope into that, uh, despite, you know, maybe some concerns about his size. And, and with that hope, I mean, it, it just comes, you know, comes hope for the franchise that just hasn't existed since, as you mentioned, that Super Bowl in 2015 season. Nick, there's been a long process here, different quarterbacks on different days picked by different pundits, but have you had a working order of guys you would want the Panthers to pick? We can go maybe one to three or four, however many <laughs> you want to go of guys that you mm-hmm. want in order of importance to you. Yeah, well, I wouldn't, I'm not going to stray here on, uh, on draft morning, Wes, from what I've said that I've wanted all along. I thought the pick should be C.J. Stroud. And not only do I like the fact that he's bigger than Bryce Young, I think the kid's got a great arm for the NFL. He really can put it where he wants it. I watch a lot of college football like you guys. I know Bryce Young is is the productive guy, is the playmaking guy. Some of that can translate to the NFL, a great leader as well. But I think Stroud's a great leader. I think he has a really, really strong arm. And I do put a lot of stock into what he did in that Georgia game. He unlocked something there, I think, in his own mind about what he could do with his legs. It's not – you know, run for 50 yards like Anthony Richardson, but it's something that you want your quarterback to be able to do in the NFL. That's throw on the run and that's go pick up a first down. So I would have picked CJ Stroud. I understand why they're probably going to pick Bryce Young. And then from there, I would have gone Anthony Richardson. And Will Levis is just too inconsistent, too much of a wild card for me. Uh, Anthony Richardson, you know, we could be talking in, in 10 years about, you know, in one of those redrafts that Anthony Richardson should have been number one if he does, in fact, pan out and hit 
that ceiling that, uh, you know, some team is going to hope that he does. Now, I find it interesting that you said that you bring up the Georgia game like a lot of people did with C.J. Stroud, but isn't there something to be said for a guy that had the most touchdowns in SEC history the last two seasons and also had uh, a similar type of game against Georgia that C.J. Stroud did, and then even when he lost to Georgia, he still put up big numbers. I, I, I just find that funny that people love to bring up the Georgia game with C.J. Stroud, but Bryce Young dominated the SEC for two seasons. You're absolutely right, and it's recency bias with Stroud. I'll readily admit that. And as we've gone through the last few weeks of you know, coming to accept, yes, that this is probably going to be Bryce Young, you think about all the games that he did those things in. He did them so consistently uh, throughout his career. It, if he was coming off of the Heisman, there wouldn't be a conversation. I mean, the guy's got a Heisman trophy uh, in his trophy case. <laughs> that is nothing to shake your head to. So uh, I agree with you on that, Wes, wholeheartedly. I mean, I, I think, you know, we saw what Stroud could do, and you see the prototypical NFL body, and it happened just a few months ago. And his last game before this process all started, it does cause you to overlook the career and the body of work that Bryce Young had at Alabama. It is, I mean, nothing to scoff at at all. I think paired with the size and then Bryce and C.J. Stroud's final college game, maybe that's why we looked at it that way over the last few months. Nick Carboni joining us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. He is in Kansas City on site for the draft where the Panthers will be selecting number one overall. Have we seen any type of environment yet over there, Nick? Or is it still pretty all quiet right now until the event's going to come closer later tonight? It's a massive setup. And I don't know if you guys have ever been to Kansas City. The, uh, the World War One Memorial is a big, long park that goes through downtown, and the monument that's in the middle of it is where the red carpet will be. And then down a big, expansive lawn is where Union Station is, beautiful historic train station, and that's where the stage is, biggest stage in NFL draft history. I mean, it is massive to look at. It's monstrous. And there's a big NFL fan experience. I mean, we flew out here on a pretty big plane, and there were a lot of people with Panther stuff on, some people with other teams that are picking in the top 10, they have their gear on. So things are just kind of getting cracking here. Uh, things don't really open until about noon central time. So uh, I know it's going to be packed. They're expecting at least 300,000 over the next few days, and they're trying to get to Nashville's uh, 600,000, I believe. I'm not sure they'll do that, um, but it is it is something else to see. And it, it just makes you want something like this to happen in Charlotte, man. I mean, I, I know we could do it. Uh, we're a bigger city than Kansas City. Uh, you know, got some places where I think would be good to have a draft, but I'm glad they move it around. Uh, I'm glad for Kansas City and, and for Panthers fans that made the trip. I think they're going to have a heck of a time today. Have you had any time for play? What is the first thing you did when you got to Kansas City and you touched down? Did you get some barbecue? Did you go out? What did you do? Jack Stack's barbecue for dinner last night. I mean, there, there are so, I mean, there's Arthur Bryant, there's Gates. I used to live in Missouri, so I've been to all those places, but uh, Jack Stack's right on the plaza in Kansas City for anybody who's ever been here. It's a beautiful part of the city. So uh, that's about the only quote-unquote play. I'm not even sure we'll eat tonight. I, that is not even in like my list of things <laughs> to do because there's so much other stuff to do. I hope it happens. Uh, so we wanted to take care of that early and get it out of the way. Yeah, how much when you go on these work trips do you pre-plan all of the fun things that you would do? How much <laughs> research goes into that? Man, there is so much planning on just what is going to go on every TV hit. And then tonight, it's crazy because the red carpet starts about 5 Eastern time. So I told the station, I was like, 
here's what I've got planned, but be prepared for anything. Like if Anthony Richardson comes down the red carpet in a fire suit, we got to make sure we show that. So <laughs> you, you try to plan for everything, man. And, and the other thing, I, I am glad just from my own perspective working out here that they aren't in a position. It seems like the chaos in the draft will come after Carolina's pick. Right. I mean, we just have no idea at this point what Houston is going to do. There are teams that might try to move up for a quarterback. So if it was like as much chaos as it's already going to be, plus the Panthers working the phones and trying to get some move done while we're out here, that would be a rough combination. I might have to hit some Boulevard wheat beer after that. Also, (laughs) shout out to Kansas City for that. There you go. uh, It's nuts, man. But uh, I am glad that it does seem like they have decided just from my own personal work perspective. Yeah, just how much surprise do you expect tonight? Do you expect an oh-my-gosh moment in the first round? Yeah, I mean, what is Houston going to do? I mean, that's the big question. And and I'm not, you know, I have been so focused out here that I'm not sure there has been anything definitive on that. But, you know, what's Houston going to do? Is is Tennessee going to trade up and try to take a quarterback? I think there's so many things that could happen. Um, You know, I hope that C.J. Stroud, I really like him as a prospect, as I said, I hope he doesn't slide, but I don't think he'll slide past uh, four where Indianapolis is. So, um, you know, I don't know. I I think Houston presents a very interesting, you know, if the NFL is not going to get the drama it wants with a number one pick, I think they're going to start to get it at two. Personally, I wouldn't mind if I were Houston going Will Anderson. He's, you talk about Alabama and body of work and production. He's a beast. And then try to get their quarterback uh, later in that top 10 to top 12 range. That's Nick Carboni of WCNC. He is on site in Kansas City already posting great content, some videos out there. You can see the setup, even the calm before the storm if you want to by following him on Twitter at Nick Carboni WCNC. Always appreciate the time, man. Have fun out there. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Enjoy today. Absolutely. We're going to 100%. I bet he's going to as well. That's got to be fun. And the first question I led off with, it's because I do feel like Everybody is kind of coming to this conclusion. Oh, thank God it's here. Oh, goodness. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm tired of talking draft every single day. Man, I I don't know if I've really looked at it that way this entire time. If you are a content creator for long enough, you know you are going to ask for the best situation possible. This was the best situation, right? Mm -hmm. Like, we're talking about the number one overall selection with Carolina. They traded up to get it. So we had trade fodder, whether it was the right decision. You get rid of somebody that you thought would be a Panther for a while and DJ Moore. So whether you agreed, you disagreed, we got something to talk about. It's a big moment in Panthers history. This offseason has been incredible. Whether you agree with some of the moves or not, but none of the moves have been real polarizing. They've all been celebrated except for the Frank Reich hire, but people came around to it. It was all about whether Steve Wilkes deserved the benefit of the doubt, but Frank Reich still is a good coach. For us to be able to talk about the number one pick... With four QBs, like, think about how hard it would be, even if you had the first overall pick, to talk about Joe Burrow constantly. You'd get excited. You'll take it because ultimately you're talking about wins and the best QB prospect there. Think about how boring it would be to talk about Trevor Lawrence constantly. I mean, we were able to spread the toes out to Anthony Richardson. Right? We were able to think, hey, is it going to be Will Levis? David Tepper loved him at the beginning. I, I don't necessarily see it that way. Like, number one overall selection, it's meaningful as hell. We've had it one other time in this Panthers' young history in existence. The Hornets, they've had it one time with Larry Johnson. We almost got it in 2012. It's hard to get. 
And you hope that you don't get it again because the number one overall pick actually is successful like it was with Cam. But yeah, I've been excited. I'm excited that it's here. I'm excited about it. But I have not viewed it as any dread talking about it no, every day because I mean, we you, get it. Like, this is meaningful stuff. You have to think about the fact, what if the Panthers were picking 20th? Oh, yeah. Then it would have been really bold. The prospect duels would have been a little bit more We'd fun. We'd have been breaking down <laughs> offensive linemen, defensive linemen, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. So you guys have to think about it from that perspective as well. The number one pick, it is exciting because you're landing a hopefully generational type of player. But if you're picking at 20, it's just lukewarm. Talk all day about prospects and then you – the hottest it would get would be, okay, are you going to try to trade up into the top 10 or something like that? So the number one pick is great. Like I said, we're both draft junkies, so I don't really ever get tired of talking about the NFL draft and prospects and things of that nature. Well, yeah, and it's it's asking Nick, right, is this the biggest thing you've covered since he's been here in Charlotte, which hasn't been forever. It was after the Super Bowl, which that would have certainly been at the top with Cam Newton's MVP year. That was such a fun year to cover. But since that, yeah, what, what other Charlotte sports moment? The existence, the launch of Charlotte FC is fun. But football is supreme over any other sport. No doubt That's just about how it. it is. It's not, I've always said, it's not a sport, it's a culture here in America. You tailgate for it. Everybody gets up for this every single week. And now the Panthers get to select the most important position in sports, number one overall. It's a different type of QB. The aesthetic of this, the fun level of play that he's going to bring. Yeah, man, this is a big old chapter. The Bryce age. <laughs> I'll roll with it. I don't care how punny, how corny it is. I'm rolling with it. Like, it's a lot of fun, and it'll be a lot of fun at the draft party, 1058, right across from Truist Field. We're going to be out there from 5 to 9 p.m. when Bryce Young probably is going to be announced, as we've all talked about. 704, 980. Let's go. Yeah, Matt Rule's excited about it, too. You heard that <laughs> sound bite. All the pull it all the way from Nebraska. So yeah, man, it's gonna be exciting again. You can come celebrate with us at ten fifty eight Thomas Davis's place from five to nine PM. We're gonna be on air. You can listen to us and hang out with us if you want to. Gonna be again a little bit later um in the evening when that draft actually takes place. All right, Fitty, first flash of the day. What you got for us? All right, let's turn our attention to the NBA. Two series came to an end as the New York Knicks. They eliminated the Cavs. Four and uh, four games to one, and in the process, won their first series since 2013. Also in the East, a dramatic finish last night in Milwaukee. Jimmy Butler forces overtime. The Heat then go on to beat my uh, beat Milwaukee in Game Five to upset the number one seed. And then out west, in a pivotal Game Five, the Warriors went on the road in Sacramento, as they've now won at least one road game in 28 straight series, which is an NBA record. I don't have anything else to say, but Jimmy Butler is one of the coldest dudes in sports. Yeah, Jimmy Bourne is dope. I mean, that's fine. That's fine. You can say... Eight no, he's one. a fantastic player. No, and that was my point from the beginning. Last play he's was fantastic. But Jimmy Butler is a boring player. I asked my homie that's a big Heat fan. I asked one of my other friends. They agreed. Now, I'm not saying that's the consensus. I was about to say. But he just plays a boring brand of basketball. But he, he's very effective at it. But there's nothing exciting. Is I it, can't tell you one play out of these monstrous last two games that he's had that uh, I've been like, oh. Wes. Play to force overtime. Wes, the play to force overtime? He caught a lob and... Tossed it in off the backboard. You are, you are like how exciting is that? It's exciting because of the moment and the gravity of it, but the play itself was was not exciting. It wasn't John Moran jumping over LeBron. 
That was a sideline out of play, play uh, sidelines out of bounds. Excuse me, alley. If he does Jimmy that in Butler. the first quarter, you don't even remember it. That's actually that. No, that's not true. John Moran's play, you remember it no matter when you he are, does it. You are not sipping the haterade. You are drinking no, the haterade. I said out he's of a, a great fire player. Host. He's a great player, but he's boring to watch. That's okay. all I say. I mean, I, well, no, no, don't, don't act like boring, it's all but I said. effective. Let's move on, man. The Jimmy disrespect. It's unreal. 704-570-9610. Feel free to text your thoughts and comments. We will move on. We're going to open up the phone lines. Don't do it a lot, but I do want to hear from all of the Panthers fans out there how excited you are about the number one overall announcement tonight once the NFL draft starts. Opening up the phone lines right now, 704-570-9610. We'll also have a hybrid mailbag segment. If you just want to text in your question, that's fine too. Same number, 704-570-9610. Call or text, and we'll do our best to get to your question in the next segment. It's Wesson Walker Sports Radio, 92.7 WFNZ. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Draft day on Wesson Walker Sports Radio, 92.7 WFNZ. Bunch of texters on the Garage Door Guru text line. Mad at West for drinking the haterade on Jimmy Butler's shot last night. Saying it was boring. I said it as well. Hurricane Hugo's mad at me because the Matt Rule soundbite made it. I didn't play the Matt Rule soundbite. He's mad at playing his voice. You can blame Fitty for that. He's the one behind all the soundbites. So don't get mad at me. But I did like it, though. Thought it was kind of funny. Let's go to the phone lines. They are open. 704-570-9610. If you want to call in, share your excitement, or just talk a little bit about the NFL draft taking place later on. We're going to be out there again at 1058, having a draft party from 5 to 9 p.m. Levante on the line right now. Levante, I appreciate you calling in, man. How's it going? Can you hear me, Levante? Hey, how y'all doing, man? Hey, what's, what's up? What's up? How you going? We're doing well, man. What's on your mind? Hey, I'm excited, man. I, I've been doing this since 95 with the Panthers. You know, um, this past five years, they've been down for us, man. It, it, it's, it's our time to shine again. And people know when the Panthers shine, we do make some noise. And I feel like Bryce is going to bring that first Super Bowl to the city. And um, I know somebody said something about bringing a draft to Charlotte uh, earlier. We most definitely need that. We most definitely need that. But um, I'm just excited for this pick. Um, excited for the first two picks, but hopefully Bryce will uh, bring that first Super Bowl back to Charlotte. Absolutely. And I, I like that comment about how once there is success, the Panthers fans do show out. 
You just need a little bit of success, and then it'll happen. But that's exactly right from Levante. I appreciate the phone call, man. Again, anybody can call in 704-570-9610 if you want to just talk about the excitement, if you just want to talk about the actual number one overall pick. Bryce Young bringing home a Super Bowl is what Levante wants to see. It does clean the slate more. I mentioned it at the beginning. You brought up the idea on the content page, Wes. Drafting Bryce Young does seem to be the final piece of the puzzle of moving on. This whole offseason, massive change, right? A competent coaching staff. Competent is underselling it 100%. Like, you get Thomas Brown from the Sean McVay tree. You get Deuce Staley. You get a Jero Averro. You have Frank Reich, who has had his success grooming quarterbacks before. The, the funniest thing to me is that Jim Caldwell is on this staff. Uh, Jim Caldwell, such an accomplished offensive mind who's been in the NFL forever, and he's like, what, fourth in command, third in command, on top of Josh McCown. You have different age groups to help you out. So some old head football mixed in with some modern, new age football, great minds all across the board. You get some competent pass catchers. The offensive line is set. And now you just need your young QB. Oh, and the guy you're drafting just happens to be one of the smartest QBs that we've ever seen in the NFL draft. It's the final puzzle piece to being that stable franchise, turning over a new leaf from the last couple of years. I have to give the caller some credit, too, because one point he did bring up is when the Panthers do make the playoffs, they do tend to make noise. Yeah. Out of their eight appearances, they've won nine rounds. And when you look at the last three times that they've made it, they've won a combined six rounds. So when they do get there, they do tend to make a little bit of noise. So... Uh, this is a team that is looking for that, I wouldn't say final piece, because they still are going to have some work to do to make the roster dynamic. I think it's solid right now, but it needs to be more dynamic on the offensive end. But this is going to go a long way towards making it that way. Well, and I don't mean uh, final piece to win the Super Bowl no, next no, no, year. No, no, Right, yeah, but just stable franchise. This is, this is the last thing to do before you feel piece, good. And it's say. certainly the biggest. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Biggest, like Rick Ross would say, the biggest. Oh, even though he's 5'10", it's still it's still the same thing. Ooh, yeah, we'll, we'll still oh, call it. No, Bryce Young. Young. Yeah, 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 Rick Ross is not 5'10". <laughs> Rick Ross is a little bit bigger than that. Let's go back to the phone line. Again, feel free to call in 704-570-9610. Donald is calling in. Donald, you are on. Wes and Walker, we appreciate the phone call, man. How are you? What's happening, brother? What's up, man? Oh, we're doing well, Donald. How excited are you about tonight? Man, I'm pumped, man. This reminds me when we went to the Super Bowl last time and how much static was in the city and everybody was on nine, man, looking for some good results. So I think Bryce is the piece to the puzzle that we need. And not only that, you know, we're going to finish this thing when we go back to the bowl and we're going to get some folks to lead their team to come to the Panthers. like, Wes going to lead the 49ers going to be a Panthers fan. <laughs> That's right. He is going to leave. I like it, Donald. Thank you. Hey, I do have a question for you, though. Were you one that was always on the Bryce Young train, or did you actually get convinced as the draft process went along? I got convinced that the process went cool. along. I was the, for the guy from Ohio State, to be honest. Yeah, that's okay. Mm -hmm. That's all right. You can be convinced about Bryce Young. That's all right. Donald just keeping it real on the phone line, and we appreciate yeah. his excitement. You I was going to say how pumped was he until Cam didn't jump on the fumble. Yeah, I don't know why you would say that. I don't know why. <laughs> all he did was he wants you to be a Panther fan. I don't know why he wasn't even throwing hate. You are. the hate. Can somebody take that? We need Troppy to come in here and get the haterade away from Wes because it's, it's, it's hurting us right now. It's hurting us. Let's go back to the phone line. Showtime. Showtime is okay. what's showing up on the caller ID. Showtime. You know what time it is then. 704-570-9610. How are you doing, man? 
What's going on, man? I appreciate you guys giving me an opportunity to get on your show. I love the show. Let's and, uh, get it. I, I, I must admit, though, you know, I am I'm kind of partial, man, to the Dan Marino in this draft. In my opinion, that's mm. C.J. Stroud. Okay. I, I really think that C.J. Stroud had Dan Marino-type abilities. Plus, he's going to be able to add the element of uh, scrambling to the uh, to the equation. I, you know, I think Bryce, you know, a lot of times I, I hear Wes sometimes talk about, you know, the way that, uh, you know, the weapons that, be, that, 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 Bryce, that Bryce didn't have when he went against Georgia. I mean, but think about the weapons that C.J. didn't have when he went against Georgia. I mean, he lost his best pass catcher the whole entire second half of that Georgia game. He really didn't have the weapons that he had the year before like Bryce had. Bryce has has had the luxury of being surrounded, really, in my opinion, about five-star talents all around him. And even the four-stars, they still would be five-stars everywhere else. So I just don't see it, in my opinion. I hope it pans out. I might be a little biased because I want somebody a little bigger because Mm -hmm. I'm just afraid that he could potentially get hurt. But hey, if he can bring that element to the, uh, you know, to the QB arena, then I- I'll be excited. But I'm just, I- I'm not really convinced me as to why he should be the pick. And I know I ain't the one that should be convinced. But if he translates into something special, I get on board. I'm just. I'm just a little biased right now to CJ. That's all right. We appreciate the phone call. We'll try to keep these rolling in, but a very all real right. convo. So we appreciate it. 704-570-9610. All right. I get Marvin Harrison Jr. got knocked out of the game, but he still played in the first half. But when you compare the receiving core that he had, even to Bryce Young's best receiving core and some of the weapons that CJ Stroud had at his disposal, whether you talk about Olave or you talk about, uh, what's the other kid? Um, Olave, the kid that won the rookie of the year, Garrett Wilson. Then you talk about Marvin Harrison is going to be a top three pick next year. You talk about Jackson Smith and Jigba. So the weapons, he's had an embarrassment of riches, but that's not to take away from his game. I do like the Dan Marino comparisons as far as the accuracy and the quick release. I think C.J. Stroud is there. But let me know when you hear a a top-notch draft pick out of this because I know he tried to say that if they went to any other school, they'd be great. But Jameer Gibbs was their top receiver with 44 catches, and he looks to be a first-round top of the second round guy but Jermaine Burton Ja'Cory Brooks Kobe Prentice like no it doesn't even compare this year was different than the year prior like the the year prior that's the thing Bryce Young did it both right like he had awesome weapons the year prior but also what he also had some injuries as well you got to think about too at the end of the season with that receiving core and then the next year happened so yeah it was a decent receiving core now the year before that of course yeah it was it was a monster dogs with Mechie and Jamison Williams and those guys so yeah no but it was a good Ohio State. And he's not hating. He just said, look, right now, one CJ, but Bryce Young can win me over. So I appreciate the phone call. We'll get to one more. Yeah, and we'll keep these things open throughout the show because I do like hearing from fans on draft day. Anytime something big like this happens, it's fun to hear from. Last phone call, at least for this segment. Let's go to Officer Jim dialing in. Officer Jim, we appreciate the phone call, man. How excited are you? Well, I think um, I, I wouldn't put it up there with uh, – what some of the other callers have been saying, but you know, I'm I'm kind of chilled about the fact that we're going to get a, a choice of a good quarterback, whether that be uh, Young or Stroud. But I I believe after some of the things I've seen and some of the things I've heard, not only from scouts but from coaches themselves, I, I think Young would be the my choice 
and I tell you why. I know a lot of people are concerned about the young man's uh, size, but he's played with big guys his whole life. Mm-hmm. But he knows. I mean, he's he's been up against opposition his whole life. This is nothing new for him. But the kid is football savvy, and he is brilliant. And we need somebody uh, in this city that has a good head on his shoulder playing quarterback for a change. I appreciate the call. My man is chill. Officer Jim Chill. I like it. He's calling in, telling you Bryce Young is going to be a good one here. And I know you agree because we've both been a fan of Bryce Young this whole time. Yeah, no doubt about it. And I like the point that he made. Uh, we talked about it, uh, I believe it was last week, just saying the the type of guy that he is, the presidential aspects to the game. And this is a guy, you know, I don't think we'll have to be worried about uh, too much off the field either. Oh, yeah. I mean, plus, plus, even for me, that stuff is great. It's legitimately fantastic. But the guy's also awesome on the field. Right. <laughs> and, and that's and that's the first thing for me. Officer Jim Chill, man. I like that phone call. I like all of them. Great stuff. We're going to keep the phone lines open, man. It'll be a lot of fun having you guys chime in. I did want to talk about a different number one overall pick here in Carolina before. Cam Newton. He endorsed a certain quarterback to be that number one overall pick. We'll play that soundbite and talk about how much that should matter or how much it does matter to Panthers fans right now. Coming up next, 1 o'clock hour, Wesson Walker Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.